100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, now you got to ask yourself, why is Trump in the middle of a fight between women in Congress? Why is he insisting on weighing in on this fight? Well, let me tell you why. America's changing. The demographics are changing rapidly. People that look like Trump, that group is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And there's already generations of children that are non-white, that are far outnumbering white children in these generations among one-year-olds, 10-year-old, even 15-year-olds. There's really not that many white children in America anymore. So... You know, when you think about this fight, is it really, truly about these women? I don't think so. These folks feel like they're in the fight of their life because America is not dominated by white people. And it never really was. You know, this is why they are constantly pulling in people of other groups and adding them to the white category, East Indians are white, Arabs are white, Hispanics are white, everybody's white. And when you look at these people, you know damn well they're not white, okay? But if you come to the U.S., even if you're from Egypt and you got a big old Afro on your head, in America, you're white. Okay, you're melanated with an Afro. America says you're white. That's the only reason why their numbers look like they're so big and bulky and up. And I had somebody come and say, we're 200 million strong. No, you're not. I bet you you're not even a quarter of that strong. This is why you will never show the white European descendant numbers people that descend from Europe. You will never show those numbers. You know why? Because those those numbers are not that big. That's why you keep those numbers under wrap. But you want to show everybody else's group size. Always notice that, y'all. They gladly show everybody else's, oh, well, the Latinos are, are the growing population in America. You know, and I have to question that, y'all, because look at look at who's keeping the numbers. Look at the group that's keeping the numbers. Who's keeping the numbers in America? Okay. They can't even tell the truth about their own group. And they keep grabbing everything that comes to America and throwing them in the white category. They're not even telling the truth about their numbers. What makes you think they're telling the truth about other people's numbers? Okay, so this is at the end of the day what Trump 
and his supporters are all whining about. And they're just using Ehan Omar as a scapegoat to the real underlying problem going on in America. Their numbers are falling fast between opioids, suicides, and they're not reproducing. Things are changing fast and it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop, ladies and gentlemen. Just understand that. I got some audio I want you to listen to. Remember, it was just yesterday after all the president said he was not happy with the send her back chant that welled up at his rally in North Carolina this past week aimed at Congresswoman Omar of Minnesota. President said he disagreed with it, said he started talking quickly after the chant started up because he didn't like hearing it. While the clock showed, he let 13 seconds go by while it reached a crescendo. Then by today, he had reconsidered his opinion of the crowd. I'm unhappy with the fact that a congresswoman, in this case, a different congresswoman, can call our country and our people garbage. That's what I'm unhappy so with. You're not unhappy Those people in North Carolina, that stadium was packed. It was a record crowd. And I could have filled it 10 times, as you know. Those are incredible people. Those are incredible patriots. But I'm unhappy when a congresswoman goes and says, I'm going to be the president's nightmare. She's going to be the president's nightmare. She's lucky to be where she is, let me tell you. And the things that she has said are a disgrace to our country. This is Trump's attack on journalist April Ryan. It's his attacks on Maxine Waters. It's even the way that he is locking up these babies and their parents at the border because he sees women of color as the people who reproduce all of these folks that are keeping him from making America white again. So there is a real visceral reason why he has such a hatred for women of color. And our job is not to play nice with this. It is to call it out at every level. The president's latest attacks this week, his supporters' reaction, they have led some Democratic candidates to compare the president's rhetoric to a presidential candidate from 1968. I felt like we, I was watching what well, my parents watched in black and white. I mean, literally the same language of a, a Governor Wallace, uh, people who believe that they could use race and bigotry as a sword to try to not only cut down their political enemies, but also as a sword uh, to advance their uh, 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 political agenda. 1968, George Wallace, he was the former Alabama governor at that point. He had been a segregationist. He ran as a law and order independent candidate that year. He won five southern states. And you know, the biggest bigots in the world, they are the folks that call other folks bigots. You remember that. They are the biggest bigots in the world. I think Trump, of course, has 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 presented himself as the 
as the leader, um, as the face of the resistance, the, the resistance against changing demographics, the resistance against those who are challenging racist policies at the highest levels of these gov- of the government, as these four women of color uh, truly are. And so he's, of course, in many ways, tapping into George Wallace that, no, the problem are these people of color. No, the problem is not policies. And, 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 and I think, you know, there's a truly... Uh, direct parallel between these two politicians. I agree. Changing demographics is really the key to this whole thing that's going on with Trump. Again, it makes no sense for him to be getting into a fight that really technically doesn't concern him. This is something going on in Congress, but the bigger picture is their fear that America is changing and there is nothing they can do about it. Nothing. This concludes my podcast for today. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming each and every day and listening. Those of you that support my podcast, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And those of you that are not supporters, please consider becoming one. Peace, family.